yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go, Deke Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos, podcast rapper for DC, what it is, mo. Welcome to Sports and Things, a weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports, music, and topics of the week. Featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and your host, Dennis Turner. And welcome to Sports and Things, everybody. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me, as always, I have the fellas, Jay Hill, Trey Ely, and John Lane. What up, fellas? Right. Yeah. Yeah. What marker? I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Like, it's so video. used to that. I can hey, see when right, I talk. Right. I can see hey, when I talk. Every time he does the clap, I never actually hear it. I think he just does like this. It's better no, that he I, does I it clap. instead of getting it. That no, clap, I it just, it. yeah. Whoa. Whoa. As long as he doesn't get the clap. <laughs> just make wow. it clap. Different decade, not me. <laughs> oh, see, I have to put the mic here because uh, we can't show NFL games. All right, we'll get started. So let me uh, let me turn this around. This is the podcast, everybody, where we are musicians who love to talk sports, and we are uh, doing our first video attempt uh, to bring you guys what it looks like when we do the show live, or when we when we take the show. So, um, don't be too disappointed. Yeah, don't be too disappointed. It's fine. Uh, and we'll yeah, we sure are ugly. <laughs> Speak for yourself, nigga. <laughs> you got a face for radio. Whoa. <laughs> uh, with that being said, uh, wait, it says Trey's browser Uploaded. preventing recording. Trey froze. Oh, he's not frozen? That's why. No, he's not frozen. That's how he looks. So ask Trey to refresh. <laughs> it says browser preventing recording. We recommend refreshing the page. Yeah, you refresh your page. <laughs> I guess he was ugly. Yeah, we can't. have him on our site. He's yeah, he can yellow. only do radio. He's too yellow. He's too yellow. And now I can't hear anything. His his complexion matches the wall. And he's back. Trey, you good? He says he can't hear us. It just doesn't refresh me right out of the audio. <laughs> he's talking he be to good himself. Now. <laughs> I mean, he is, but he ain't. We should probably let everybody know this is our first time doing this. Yeah, this is our first time trying this. Uh, thank, shout out to Riverside for um, having a, a site where we can actually Riverside. <laughs> Trey, you good? Can we can we start with the questions? Uh, <laughs> Riverside, you <laughs> got them fifty million interfaces too. That's the other thing that's throwing it off. Yeah, That's true. Everything is muted. I think it's that birthday balloon in the background. Apple going crazy over there. His, his job calling his yeah. list. <laughs> Shut it down. You got too many tabs open. You ain't using Safari. You're using Google. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to open his app on Safari. That's what happened. <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny. Trey, you still can't hear us? Oh, yeah. He'll join in later. All right, well, let's just start yeah. with the question. He, well, he's the first question. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I'll, I'll throw the J first, and then, and then we see a trade can hear us by the time. All right. Washington Commanders beat the Broncos, surprise, surprise, uh, last week. Um, 
Trey. Uh, oh, pfft, Trey. <laughs> John. Right. Yeah. JL, you want to give us your take on um, the thoughts of the game? Um. Well, uh, it wasn't pretty at first. Uh, that's for sure. But, but it was pretty you know, at first. No, not for us. Much. I was down. It was 21 uh, to 3. Y'all was, y'all was oh, like true. Bengals out this joint. I was like, oh. Right. oh. I was like, wait a minute. And then um, I guess, I don't know. I think we all we always debate this as well. Washington's defense is way better than most people give them credit for. But a lot of people do say they got a good defense anyway. But it was either they woke up or Russ transitioned back to his murderous self. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a matter of it's a matter of which one. Now it's not it's not to say that both things cannot be true. That's the other thing to keep in mind. I think you know, one, I think they're two and two. Coexist. Yeah, like because he goes back to his old ways, he also becomes a murderer again. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like it was a. a it was a good showing by the defense, obviously, because they only scored what twenty four. Uh, twenty seven. It was thirty five, thirty three. Yeah. Okay. So the offense, so I think, only scored twenty seven. Oh four. Yeah. Well, what's that? Fifteen. Yeah, like fifteen more, something like that. So, I mean, that's still. I mean, they did. They did go off on the defense quick. Like yeah. twenty one was that twenty one was fast. Yeah. Um twenty one, twenty one, twenty twenty. Um and uh I just think the offense is definitely um being showcased the way it's supposed to. Shout out to Coach Bienemy. Sure. Y'all just like ignoring Ron right now. But um <laughs> like yeah, it's it's basically uh Bienemy is Showing off why he's a great. Wait, we can be now, obviously he he's not really doing a defensive <laughs> side like that, so we don't know, you know what his what his official team would look like when he is in the head coaching spot. But he can. But you just delegate uh, that to my though, right? You do. Yeah. You definitely do. You definitely do. Uh, but yeah, he, he definitely knows how to work with the pieces that he got. That's the that's what's really evident. Yeah, I heard today. Um, they were they were talking about the takeaways from the game and. What are the who are the MVPs or who are the, the most important personnel from the Washington Commanders? And the name that kept coming up consistently was Eric Bieniemy. Like, yeah, he's showing you, like, and, and somebody. But the other take that was it was like Ron Rivera for getting Eric Bieniemy. True. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's true. You know, I mean, and that was like, kind of a no brainer. He that yeah. was that's a definitely of one of those. Scott Turner. Hell yeah. Sure. Um, Trey, you want to give us your thoughts on the game? We won. That's an important thing. Um, we came out kind of looking horrible in the beginning. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to blame that on. Was it the climate up there in the mountains or yep. whatever? But the fact that both offense and defense adjusted. Um Denver didn't score much more points after that initial, you know, uh, run there. And um, the adjustments, I mean, were extremely effective. They worked against a uh, future Hall of Fame coach. I'm I'm impressed with their response and their eventual victory. 
quite impressed. So, so uh, go Commanders. Yeah. And we also saw the return of Chase Young, um, his debut back with the Commanders after his injury. Uh, John, were you impressed with Chase's uh, debut? Uh, very, very impressed. I was not expecting him to come out slinging like he did uh, with one and a half sacks. Oh. <laughs> slinging, not swinging. Oh, slinging? Slinging. Slang it and slang it. Yeah. Let me sling it, girl. Slang it. Let me sling it, girl. Slang it. Slinging. In the words uh, of Cameron, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It was actually a very impressive uh, season debut for him, uh, and it was very good to see because that just ups his uh, his value when he leaves here. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh well. Oh boy. You know what? Uh, I funny. mean, yeah, we'll see. It's funny too because you know I, I know he got a couple of penalties, but how disruptive he was during the course of the game and how he was able to affect, you know, the decision-making. I think the argument is if he plays this well for the rest of the season, do you trade him? That's the, that's the question, man. I mean, is he, is he expendable? I think that he has, everyone knows he has like a freakish athletic ability, but just for for all the good plays you saw, there were plenty of plays where the tackle was able to just fan him out past the quarterback and use his own athletic ability against him. Chase has to get smarter and become more of a ball hawk, you know, and like get after, you know, it, basically, he he needs to be Micah Parsons. <laughs> but you you got to give time to develop in so that, right? Thing. That's the thing. Michael Parsons was, didn't need time to develop to into that. Michael Parsons. Well, he was believed sure. to be that. That's what I'm saying. We believe. Yeah, he was believed at, to be. At, at Draft him at two overall. We thought we were getting what they got from Michael Parsons. Yeah, yeah. Which you probably yeah. did. That's what we in, all honesty, we you, in all honesty, you probably had that. But and physically, he's that guy. But I don't know that his football IQ, uh, mental and awareness yeah. part is there yet. Yeah, and. You know, that's important. Is it going to get there? I mean, because get there? in college, in college sports, he could literally just be the most athletic, strong, you know, guy. He's a, a defensive end, extremely lean, but strong. And he can, you know, get in there and, and disrupt anything he wants in college. Sure. In the pros. Yeah, that's a different animal in the pros. Man. You're going to have to be faster, smarter stronger. than your opponent, yeah. too. And it's smart, too. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta know, watch yeah, you gotta have some. <laughs> yeah, if you watch him rush, he just goes hard at that spot every time, and a lot of good tackles will just send him flying right. Go and send him past down the fifty yard line. Go and send him see you. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm gonna skip around a question, and I'll I'll follow back with the, the RK Stadium. Uh, I want to know how you think these guys do. The Commanders do against the Bills next week or this week, uh, John. Um, this is definitely going to be a real test for the enemy, for the defense, for Sam Howell. Um, I, I, I mean, I got the Bills winning this just because I don't see Josh Allen having a game like he did the first game. Uh, I think he learned his lesson, and I think he knows this game is going to be a must-win for them just as much as it's kind of a must-win for us. 
uh, it's not necessarily a must win, but it would, I feel like our power ranking would drop tremendously if we lose to the Bills because it would show who this team really is. We won close games to two very bad teams and to lose to a very good playoff team, it just shows the, the type of team we really are right now. Um, that being said, yeah, I think I think the Bills win this one. Um, Here's a question. Though. I don't I don't I don't know how many points they put up against our defense, but I think the Bills do win this. Here's a question for you: it, What if they lose? What if the Commanders lose, but they have a good showing? Like, let's say the game's twenty-seven, twenty-four. Does it, I mean does that it still? That, those are moral victories, and in the past, moral victories were what we frowned upon. But I think now that you're looking at this new era, now that you're looking and you, you, now that you look and see that a lot of a lot of moves have been made that are actually being focused on the field and not off the field. Mm-hmm. Like I think people are taking these moral victories, and they're looking towards the future. I mean, in this season, everything means something because it's yeah. building the new, uh, you know, you know, the new new commanders. Yeah, that's true. I get, I give you that. Like, I think the anything that looks like a positive, you can spin anything into a positive because you don't have the, the negative culture here anymore. Uh, you don't have the representative of that negative culture here. Uh, Trey's best friend, uh, Snyder. Gone, so. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that anymore. Like you can, you can actually turn anything into a moral victory, especially if you're playing. If you're, if you're always in the fight, you know. Right. I think that's one of the things about Detroit. Like Detroit has always had teams that were in the fight for the most part. Like they, 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 they're in the game until you know they lose. But they, their fans are diehard <laughs> because they believe that they are always in the fight. I think same thing with Chicago too. At one point. Um, not so much now because, you know, everything's about Justin Fields and him not being able to be comfortable. But at one point, Chicago is one of those teams, too. And, like, you look at them and, like, they might not win the game, but they're always going to fight to the end of the game, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you if you truly look – if they lose and you look and see how they lost, like, if it's a blowout, then you know what this team is. You know that this team is probably not going to get the 500, and you can start focusing your attention on – Going into the draft, drafting an offensive line, drafting, drafting a quarter quarterback, and drafting, yeah, some some more uh, suitable coaches. But if it's a close game, like you said, we lose twenty seven twenty four. The defense only gives up twenty. I say only twenty seven, but defense gives up twenty seven points, and we come close to a field goal. I think it really does show how strong this team is and the will that they have to win, and I think that's a positive. All right, let's do uh, scores for this game. Uh, John? I hate this part. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Shit. (laughs) I'm going to say Bills 34, Commanders 23. Okay. Uh, J. Hill. Hmm. Uh, 24 to 14, Bills. Because I think your defense is going to limit. All right. Trey? 28 14, Commanders. Ooh. 
wrong with that? <laughs> you want to explain that? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think he does. No, he doesn't have know, an explanation except that the is gone. He's like, I just want to say the no. numbers and get out the way. No, no, no. I don't want to explain it at all. Are you explaining it? Madden. Madden 24. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, um, you know what? I'm going to say mm, 24, 21 commanders. Yeah. Wow. I think the defense shows up, and I like the fact that the enemy is able to put points on the board with Sam Howell quarterback. Yeah, plus we're at home. It's at home. potentially sold out. sold out. Oh, it's sold out from what I, what I read. Bruh, well, Sam, the, oh, you can no, still get resales. Oh, well, yeah. You can get resales there. You can get resales, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of sold-out venues, um, <laughs> the House Committee approved the bill – to allow a new stadium in RK <laughs> Stadium. Uh, are you guys feeling good about the outcome despite the pushback from the other representatives? Trey? I, I don't want to say I don't care because that's not really true. I do care. Oh, you care. But I'm not really... <laughs> so, I'm not really concerned. I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm... Pre- I mean, like, I'd be cool with them being back at this site. But, I mean, go almost anywhere just... Please leave FedEx Field. Like, that's it. Just leave FedEx Field and I'm good. It was like, get rid of Snyder, not get rid of FedEx Field. I don't care who else is in there. I really don't. So, so if it's Virginia, sure. you don't care? Oh, I care. Uh, I mean, if... I care if it's Virginia. If it's I in Reston, care if, you, I care if, care you don't care if it's in Reston? I do. It'd be better than being in my backyard. Is You care if it's in Lorden? I think it's the same difference, man. That's... The same thing. Yeah, you have to. Care. I think they have too many fans in Montgomery County to do that. Now look, money talks. Money does talk. Wait, wait, wait. You think they got too many fans in Montgomery? You think they County got more fans in Montgomery County than they do in Virginia? They got a lot in both. Virginia has Virginia has rich fans. Yeah. Montgomery <laughs> County does too. Which we have like not not like Virginia. Not like Virginia. Montgomery like, County, County has black money. Virginia yes. has white money. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A little different. That's what your man who wanted to buy the Redskins, that, that's who he wants to sell it to. Yeah. <laughs> he only Mo, gets Mo, Mo his Co money got, from white people. Moco got them 500,000 houses. Uh, Virginia, Loudoun County got them $2 million. <laughs> man, look. Loudoun, yeah, Loudoun, Fairfax, they got them two, $3 million houses. Man. Yeah. That's like. Georgetown, bro. Like it's Those like, are the ones that buy sweets. Yeah. <laughs> they don't buy seats. Moco Bowl, they buy meats. <laughs> seats, not sweets. <laughs> Moco Bowl. All right. Uh, wait, I got y'all two take. Jay, what's your take? You think it's, uh, do you want the team back? Do you even uh, care? Do you care? Actually, do you care? I mean, it, 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 it creates traffic logistical nightmares, so. You know, right? That's my that's that's my real. But you argument. don't even live in this country. But, <laughs> but when I visit the country, that's the thing. When I visit the country, I don't want to be inconvenienced. You know, that's really what it boils down to. It's a metro station right there. It's true, yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, not disagreeing with you, but I still think um, if they do get them, I think this is really the the hurdle. If they do end up coming back, who's leaving and when? <laughs> what do you mean? Who's mm. leaving? There's another professional sports team that's going to have to go. 
because yeah. they are not going to let DC monopolize all this money. That's I'm sorry, what? Argument, I feel like. Where did you hear that? Do you feel yeah. like one of the other major sports teams has to leave DC? Hell no. Philly like, ain't who? doing that. Philly ain't. Philly, Philly don't do that. It, Philly is one entity. It's three separate monsters here. DC, Maryland, Virginia. They don't like each other. We they, don't, they don't give a shit. Man. <laughs> Virginia, Virginia residents would rather go into D.C. than to stay in Virginia. Virginia residents have actually said they don't want a stadium in Virginia. It's called the yeah, Washington well, Command. Because they don't want, they don't want what happens to us finance. right now. The traffic right. is they too. That and they don't want to be. The thing about know, the financing part. If they're off the hook for financing it, why wouldn't you want that revenue? Why would you want that those jobs? Because they don't want to deal with the traffic. And they don't yeah. want to deal with the repercussions of, of having a stadium, that man. That shit ends up in Ashburn, I guarantee you. Now, now we just talked about them $2 million homes down there. They're going to be mad because that's wine country, too. You're getting, you're getting close to the wine country and all that stuff. But I guarantee you they would they would like to get, get a cut out of uh, a, a national football franchise. Yeah, I'm sure they state. would. Anybody but that, would, but that's that, not yeah, exactly. But – they're also like going to protest. They're also going to protest that they should send the commanders back to DC because they can't deal with the Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, like the traffic during rush hour on those primetime games, yeah. bruh. They're not yeah. going to like it. Trust I me. Mean, the reason why they move out to Ashburn is because they want to get away from the city. They don't want to deal with the city. They drive into the city. They want to go into the city for work. Go back home. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. They want to get him now out the of Landover. All the way out there too. The metro still, goes all the way out. Still, there's a, metro, there's a metro past Dulles right now, dog. I know. Let's. They still don't want it. <laughs> I'm yeah, telling you. The thing about the I don't about the money too is like, I think the biggest issue is like making the taxpayers pay for the stadium that they build, mm-hmm. and the whole part about this bill that, yeah. they, that they're trying to present or that that they, they they're presenting is that the taxpayers won't have to pay for the stadium, like. They want the especially since DC is not a state. That's the other yeah, thing. Yeah, and then that, the, that factors yeah. into it as well. And the team is worth between four and six billion dollars at this point. So you're like, y'all have it, y'all pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't like I don't think that a team needs to leave right. in order for them to come back. Right. I I, I don't think so too. Uh, I agree. Like who would leave? What, what would they leave for? Ted Leonsis is not letting any of his teams the leave. Nah, the Ted Leonsis ain't doing that. They come He's back to Landover, baby. They coming back to Landover, baby. Shut the Horizons, shut down the Horizons. <laughs> We're bringing the Wizards and the Capitals back here's, to Landover. Uh, already, here's the weird we thing about the Horizon Center, though. Have y'all been down to Chinatown area, recently? That area is they shut down the, They shut down the McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's is gone. Yeah, yeah. I think the movie theater is about to go. The Dunkin' Donuts is gone. That place is like, I mean. Oh, that's even worse. Clyde is still there. They're gonna be stealing chicken sandwiches like they did with Popeyes. <laughs> but I think, I mean, I just see, I just see, like, all right, if we give, if we give y'all them, we got to get something back, or y'all can't have all of them. Uh, it's not, like, it's not like it's not like everything's in Baltimore. It's not like Baltimore is is monopolized and and, and Cumberland can't have anything, or Columbia ain't getting. Mm. Oh, did he freeze? Oh. <laughs> Oh, he sure did. Damn, look we at it. We lost our feed to Wakanda. We just lost that's because he just said <laughs> he that's because that, that was Ted Leonsis. 
He's like, shut your ass. Leon says, froze him up. <laughs> he said, we lost our feed to Wakanda. <laughs> gotta write that down. All right. Uh, let's get Jay back on before he loses his feed again and he has to go fight, you know, somebody in the woods. Um, Jay, what's happening with the Bengals, man? <laughs> they got to move one team out the city. <laughs> again. Same thing happened last year, and they went to the AFC Championship. So there's no real panic. But the difference with this 0-2 start is Burrow is still hurt. But is he going to be? Is there? Are they going to sit him? That is, there really is no difference. The man is always hurt, so he always they, plays hurt. Are they going to sit him? Come on, um, man. I don't know, man. I think it depends on how the game. I think I think it depends on how the game flow goes, and if they have enough like of a cushion then they'll sit him down you know just to kind of like think, yo we don't want to risk you re-aggravating <laughs> it re-re-aggravating it i <laughs> think we need to have yeah. an intervention for jay because i think he's delusional oh. <laughs> oh, damn <laughs> like, we need oh, to no. stage why? intervention because but why they're talking about putting the dude on i mean they could be the buffalo bills of, of our of our time now they could be the See, buffalo yeah. bills of our time and just that's make not a good thing four straight times that's not well, a, good, not a thing. good thing but i'm just saying like that doesn't make them a bad team, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, ain't nothing wrong with them. They just can't beat the NFC champion. That's it. They just can't do that. But if they get to the I'm NFC staging an intervention. But, times, but hold on. <laughs> but hold on, Jay. Intervention if they put, needs if to happen. they get ready to put Burrow on injured reserve, your season is done, right? Not at all, dog. It's like 20 games, ain't it? Like, I mean, I don't even know how many games the NFL what? now. <laughs> what are you talking? So like, what are you talking about? There's no reason. There's no reason that dude could sit four games. Maybe we sneak one of them. If not, you know. What is y'all record right now? All four. Oh, and two. <laughs> if you sit him for another four or five games, might go. And they ran the off. Reserve. They ran off. They ran off. I think last year they was nine and one. Or. Yeah, I think it was nine and one. But I don't think so the franchise quarterback was on injured reserve. No, but it's the yeah. same win streak. What does that mean? It's the same win streak. You guys need him. Yeah, you do. And that's when the win streak starts. What? <laughs> what? Game seven. <laughs> but when do you think he's up, coming back? When do you? We end you... up. If we end up one and five, and win out, what does that make us? It's like twelve and five, right? Uh, probably a Madden um, uh, fantasy draft franchise. So wait, your 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 thought process is: I don't you guys can that. lose five games, but you're going to win the last twelve to make the playoffs. If he comes back and he's maybe healthy, why not? Yeah, intervention, dog. Go go. <laughs> <laughs> you need an intervention. You sound like a crack whore. What is wrong with you? Wow, <laughs> a crack whore. You sound crazy. What? It's like, oh, like, my I'm, God. I'm going to go in the alley and use the bathroom real quick. There's no bathroom there. What are you talking about? What are you? No way. Wow. Well, we'll see. We, the NFL script. The NFL script is out there. It is out there. <laughs> and I think you, you, you're you on the team of writing because you sound crazy. <laughs> let's do a prediction on the bingo season. Let's just do that. Like, let's let's do a cap. They, they're one in. Oh yeah, zero and three now. Zero and two. Zero and two. Zero and two. We y'all play this, this week. We got. We got to look at their schedule. Look at their schedule. Pull the schedule up. Let's let's be realistic. If your quarterback goes on injured reserve, 
They ain't gonna have Joe Burrow, man. You got him winning eight Joe, games without Joe, Joe Burrow. Who's their backup? Games? Who said they winning? He's, who said they playing eight games without him? I said, well, no, I said you got him winning eight games without Burrow. I didn't say. Well, well, Why if, wouldn't he be there for eight games? That's what I'm saying. He's not there for the first two. <laughs> you know, Jake Browning is Six the backup. Six games. Jake you Browning is the backup. Our is four games, correct? Yes. Yeah, four games, yes. mandatory. So yeah. when you getting eight? That's what I'm saying. But I'm just really saying the playoffs he's enough to play. You, you think he's going to be back? As soon that's what as... I'm saying. Like the delusional ass think he's going to be back in time for one, anything. One, I don't think they're going to put him on IR. That's the first thing. He well, you said he was going to start week one, right? And he did. And he did happened? start week one. But he shouldn't have. That's the key. That's what they were saying. That's what Jamar was like, yo, I don't give a fuck. He can sit out for two games. Just come back healthy. He didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So we're back to 2022. This sounds like Robert Griffin III all over. God damn. Damn. Oh, no, no. You all right, here's his schedule. Yeah, let's do the schedule. Here's the schedule. Ready? Monday yeah, night. You're not going to put that on me. <laughs> Mon- Monday night. <laughs> Monday night football. Bengals at home against the Rams. Loss. L. Oh, wow. Uh, then next sun- uh, Sunday after that, they are on the road with uh, at-, at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I think that's a win. I think that's a win. So before one of these games, you got to show Burrow running out of the hospital back towards the stadium. I think the Titans are either one and one or zero and two. I can't. They one and one right now. They one and one. Titans are one and one. I got your rigs. Hold on, rigs. I got your rigs. Bengals on the road against the Cardinals. That's a win. That's a win right now. That's a win. Bengals need a quarterback to win that game. Bengals at home against the Seahawks. Loss. They're one and one. If they got Burrow, they would win. Bengals on the road against the Niners. We got a buy. We get a buy. We have a Lost. buy after the Seahawks. You're gonna lose that. You're gonna lose the buy too. You, they they have a buy. Oh <laughs> damn! Somebody on the right team is gonna be down. playing Madden. Right, that shit there. Oh no! Uh, Bengals at home play. against the Bills. Lost. No, 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 no. You, you missed San Fran. No, we I just said that. We said lost. No, no, oh, no. Okay. We didn't miss it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bengals at home against the Bills. Then Bengals at home against the Texans. That's a win. Bengals on the road against the Ravens. Loss. Loss. Yeah, man. Well, we use these. Bengals at we'll Bengals at home against the Steelers. That's a Monday night game. Hey, wait, wait. Has Burrow run out of the hospital yet? What, what week is that? Still no, no, no. They already have a Monday night game. This is week twelve. They already have a Monday night game. So what is that? That's that's Sunday. Night? That must be Sunday night. Sunday oh, okay. night. What week is that? That's week twelve. You said. That's week. That's week. Wait. The Ravens are week eleven. Okay, so Steelers are week twelve. Steelers week. 12. No, that's a Thursday night game. I'm sorry. The what the one against the Ravens is a Thursday it's night Thursday game. Night, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give the Steelers right. the edge. And then the Steelers. Uh, then the Steelers. Yep. And then on the road against the Jags. Lost. Well, no, Bur- Burrow's back. I think right? that's a win. Burrow's back. Burrow's that's, back. Okay, that's, win. Wait, wait, oh, wait. Shit. But how is Burrow back? Is he eighty percent? Is he seventy five percent? Oh my god. Seventy percent? Is he hundred percent? You got to take a good look at him when he's running at out of home the against the Colts. The field. <laughs> <laughs> At home against the Colts, that's a win. I don't know how long Anthony Richardson is going to be out, but that's a that's a right. win. He got a concussion. Um, then at home against the Vikings, that's a oh, win. So. I don't trust Kirk Cousins. I, you know, regular season Kirk Cousins. Late in the season, though. Regular season Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Especially. I guess. Yeah. That's yeah. all right. Um, that's the playoff run, Kirk. That's yeah. what that is. 
on the road against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Steelers again? I said they split that yeah. series. So that's Here's a win. One one. That's a Here's, loss because I gave him the first one. one. Here we go. You ready for this? This is New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. On the road. New Year's Eve on the road against the Chiefs. Loss, motherfucker. Loss. That's a win. <laughs> that's a win. Win for who? For the, Chiefs. the Bengals. Are you? Bengals are, Bengals are going to win that. You're in the Bengals. The Chiefs are not the same team right now. Nope. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. The Chiefs are not the same Chiefs right now. But it's my telling you. And Kelsey has been hurt. Kelsey's going to get re-injured. Oh, dang! Mahomes going to get injured. Mahomes is going on IR. (laughs) So wait, wait. In order for in order for the Bengals to win the game, I feel like they look. Look, the enemy is going to get injured. In order for the Bengals to win the game, their former coach and two of their star players got to be out of the game. <laughs> Andy Reid going to retire. Andy Reid going to sabbatical. She's like, I'm just taking a the break. The new head coach is going to be Ed Reid instead of Andy Reid. <laughs> Andy Reid going to sabbatical. Wow. And the final game of the season is at home against the Browns. Uh-huh. Everybody going to get a massage. Deshaun going to beat that game. He going to win that one. We'll see. I think I have them winning that. I like Joe Burrow in the month of December. I think Burrow balls out in December. Which Burrow though? Are you getting? Is the question. The one in the last two years. Why? Why are you? Why are you questioning that there's been a different Burrow in the in December for the last two years? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I'm saying he's it. only been in the league for three or four years. Right. Yeah, what I'm saying. He was injured the first year. Let's let's see how the big head whole play when he gets December this year. Let's Damn. see. <laughs> it's not about how you start; it's how you finish. I'm rooting for Joe Burrow. That's what Deshaun said. Deshaun. Oh. I thought it was where you finished. Oh, no. Oh. No, 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 no. People can see our faces. Joe, stop. Damn. <laughs> People can stop. All right. Speaking of players that are out. Speaking of players that are out, um, Saquon <laughs> is out. Um, is it time for the Giants to think about trading Saquon? Jay. He's a running back, man. Uh, he's expendable. You're not going to get no value for him. He's expendable. <laughs> there's, no there's no point in trading him. He's expendable. He's a running back, man. There's, there's, I mean, they've disrespected the, the running back, so it doesn't matter where he goes or what you want to try to um, get for him. I, bet, I got a hot Cowboys, take. What did I got the Cowboys a hot get take. for Ezekiel Elliott? They, not, they let him go, right? They got their shirts back to regular sizes because <laughs> – <laughs> Number twenty. They got rid of the half shirts. Yeah, they got rid of the half shirts. That's what they got. Um, I got a hot take. I think they get rid of Saquon Barkley and they bring in Jonathan Taylor. Oh. Is that a hot take? Like, why? He puts his drink down. <laughs> That's my hot take, and I'm it's, sticking with it. My hot take is the running back who gives a shit. See, Damn. The disrespect. Nobody cares, I, think, I think Dennis needs an intervention, man. Yeah. About running backs? <laughs> about the NFL. <laughs> first of all, you got the Commanders winning for the first time ever. They winning. They won two. They won two last year, and you were like, nope, they're going to lose 73-2. to two. So what they do? What they do? <laughs> I was playing bad. They're gonna lose. They're gonna lose to the Texans, seventy-three to two. He's secretly another fellow Dan Snyder hater. Now he's, now he's more optimistic. I, I'm, I'm not. No, I was. I wasn't a Dan Snyder. Well, I was. I wasn't a fan of Dan Snyder. 
Dennis right. is still hoping Dan Snyder sells a team. <laughs> <laughs> I said he wasn't going to sell a team. I did say no, that. He like, still doesn't think he sold the team. Yeah. I thought he was going to not sell the yeah, team and change the name back to the Redskins. I was waiting for them to say in the news break That's to be like, the name of the Redskins are back to the Redskins. And Dan Snyder said, fuck all you niggas. <laughs> I, was I was doing a jam session. I saw Dan Snyder playing the bass. He ain't gone yet. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be better than... Um, <laughs> uh, Michael oh, Michael. No. Oh. I'm not a part of that. That's the episode title. So yeah, yeah, make that the episode title. With Dan Dan's better, better bass player than Malcolm Jamal Water. <laughs> Damn. Oh, oh. And then put Dennis's name after quote Dennis. Yeah, you gotta put Dash Mr. Turner. Dennis. <laughs> I did not deny or confirm I said anything remotely close to that. But I don't disagree with you, niggas. I see <laughs> All right, hold up. <laughs> hold up. Dan Snyder is a better man <laughs> than Malcolm Jamal. God <laughs> dang. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. I'm writing it down. Hold up. Bass player, then. Well, let me let me let me throw the question and then I'll write it down as I throw the question. Um, Trayvon Diggs tore his ACL in practice and is mm. done for the season. Does this put a huge dent in the Cowboys' defense? I'll start with Jay. Not a huge dent because he's a shutdown corner. As long bro. as they got, but if the he ball gives up a lot of yards, not, though. But hold on, but if. There is no time to get the ball off because of Mike Pause. Carson. It doesn't matter who's there. I mean, seriously. You know what's funny? I coach a, I coach a flag football team. He said, oh, and I said the same thing to the guy who could rush, the kid that could rush yesterday. Like, if you get back in the backfield, it don't matter who's checking who. It don't matter who. That's true. You'll, but Michael Parsons ain't always there. True. Michael Parsons is always rushing the quarterback, right? Michael Parsons be everywhere, bro. That's what, I, I think that's Jay's everywhere. point, though. Jay's point is yeah. if you if you get to the quarterback. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, oh, what what you're saying. saying. Like, okay. You're not, there is no – I don't have time to go through progressions and find, <laughs> find who's open. I will say this. Michael, Michael Parsons, Parsons is only is one open. person, though. <laughs> he is one person. Michael Parsons so is, is one Trayvon. person. So is Trayvon Diggs, technically. Yeah, but it was Micah and Trayvon. Isn't isn't no, isn't the motto for – Micah is one person that is right in your face. But Trayvon gives up a lot of yards. He's a shutdown corner, but he gives up a lot of yards, though. I, I will but isn't the motto, too, supposed to be next man up, technically? Yeah. So yeah, who's, we'll see who, who the next man up. I don't know I don't who's know on the who depth the chart quarterback, yeah, but, but yeah, does, it, does, it, does it hurt them in the long run? And I think I think it does hurt you in the long run because people start people will figure out schemes and everything. They'll load whatever side Micah goes to. I mean, he ain't the only one that's getting pressure but he's the most significant piece because it's like you shut him down first. And then when you start to double team him, Oh, that's all right. My, my, my other guy going to get you, you know what I mean? It don't matter. Like somebody's going to fucking create enough pressure that you're not going to have time to do what you need to do back there. That's fair. Um, I think you can't it's put um, the quarterback. That's cool. You can't put pressure on the quarterback. Then. If you ask the New York Giants, it looks like it's uh, the next man up is uh Deron Bland. Whoever that is, right? Yeah. If you ask Daniel Jones who was rushing him in that Dallas game, he would tell you Jones. it was Deshaun Watson, Bill Cosby, <laughs> R. Kelly. What? <laughs> they got they got ran through. Oh, yo. 
All right, yeah, let's move on. Well, <laughs> he just went left, man. I don't even understand what that was. Um, we're moving on to hockey. Um, are you excited for the upcoming NHL season for the Capitals? Solely John. Nah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. I'm not, man. Um, the Capitals have one of the oldest teams in the NHL right now. Uh, Ovechkin, I think, just turned 41 or 42, That's 43, maybe. Incredible. Um, uh, Nicholas Backstrom, I think, is almost 40. Tom Wilson and TJ Oshie are in their mid to late 30s. How far away is uh, is he from the record now? Uh, I think he is at, what is it? You know what? I got I to gotta look that up. Um I want to say he's probably around 90, 90 goals, oh, 80 oh, goals. That's a lot. Away? Yeah, but you that's remember, a- but remember, he scores close to 40 like goals a 30. season. He scores close to 40 goals a season, and he's just signed a five year contract last year. Uh huh, and he's 40 plus, too. <laughs> he's 40 plus. Yeah. True. But he scored a lot of goals last season. I think he scored over 40 last season, so he could do it again. Um, He's, I think, the only NHL player with the most 50-goal seasons in NHL history. So um, I got to look again. I I forget how many goals he has. But uh, I just think it with Ovechkin and Backstrom and Oshie on the front in in the first line, it's going to be slow. They do have a new head coach, though. It's a, he's a first-time coach from the Toronto Maple Leafs. He was an assistant uh, offensive coach uh, named Stephen Carberry, and he took the Toronto Maple Leafs from a slow-moving hockey team to one of the fastest hockey teams in the NHL and took them to the playoffs, helped take them to the playoffs three times. Now, the Maple Leafs have a very young team. That's the only difference. So I don't know how he's going to treat uh, the old farts. We'll see. Uh, and we do have some youngins on this on the third line, uh, like uh, Dylan Strom and you know Darcy Kemper as a goal goaltender. He's still a little young. So, um, but to answer the question, I'm not really looking forward to this season. Uh, I just some of these guys need to age out, and I just mm. need to see a little bit more of a recycle happening. Okay. Anybody else? <laughs> nope, you got it. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move um, on. He has he has 822 goals right now, and I think the the record is um, 918. I want to say that's super impressive, man. Still. So he's Jeez. he's not too far. Or oh no, no, I'm sorry, 894. He's not that far. Jeez. He has 822, and Gretzky had 894. So that's crazy. He's not that far. Okay. All right. Uh, Two questions that will spark a conversation, and then we'll go on to uh, the news. <laughs> Is a fox a cat? <laughs> As opposed to a dog? Depending on if she can play or not. What? Anyway, um, <laughs> he's just sleepy. I don't know. That went right over my head. I got it. I I got what he said. I he did. Was, if a if a woman could play music, I got it. Like a like a jazz cat. 
You got anyway. it. You got it. You got, you got uh, so, Jay, what were you saying? Put the flute in there. When you put the flute in there, it makes sense. <laughs> Yo, uh, this is weird. I think it comes from the feline family. Does it? It's not. It's not a. As opposed to the canine family. It looks like a dog, though. It does look like a dog, but it also looks so like a cat. Hyena. But hyena looks like a dog, and it's a cat. Hyena's a cat? I didn't know a hyena was a cat. Let's go. I would have put it. I would have put them in the dog family. Right. Me too. They they look more like dogs to me, or more like wolves. He's going to his his, his Google. Hyenas are not. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Hyenas are not members of the dog or cat family. Instead, yeah. they're unique. They're hybrids? They're mutants. They're dex? They're dex? They're mutants. Dogs and cats, they're dex. They got their own family. Dex. They got their own family. They're cogs. The cogs. Cogswell's cogs. <laughs> Cogswell's cogs. <laughs> What in the world? <laughs> Do you know the answer, John? I don't know the answer. That's what I was asking. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw there's a huge red fox in our backyard, and I had uh, someone put up on our listserv to not walk your dogs back there, and because we get a lot of kids that play out in the in the woods, mm-hmm. um, and it's a huge fox. And I remember I I was um, you know I was I was taking some of the compost out in the backyard, and I saw it. And I was like, that looked like a big-ass cat. And I was like, oh, no, that's the fox. I was like, wow, is a fox a cat or a dog? Well, foxes aren't typically, they're not aggressive towards people, for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, they're definitely defensive, though. They're dogs. It says they're dogs? Yep. Wow. They belong to the Canada family, which means they are dogs. Okay. Yeah, they look like dogs to me, but I thought it was a cat when I saw it because of the tail. Dog-headed. Speaking of dogs, <laughs> speaking speaking of dogs, is a hot dog a sandwich? What what Trey, classifies Trey knows, a sandwich? Trey no, knows this answer, but it's a glizzy. No, but what classifies it as a sandwich? It has to be between two slices of bread, right? Technically, yes. Then, right? Between two buns, <laughs> it's a piece of meat between two pieces of bread. Pause. Between two pieces, two between what? Two loaves of bread. Between two pieces of bread. <laughs> Oh, so if that's what you use it to qualify a factor for a winner between two buns, Yo. isn't it? It Trey? is. It, well, he likes to call him glizzy. He don't like the word wiener. You can you're not gonna get Trey to use the word wiener. <laughs> that's what it is. That's Oscar Meyer. What? Oscar Meyer called it a wiener. Speaking of wieners, what? Yeah, what, what are you talking about, Jay? Off, bro. <laughs> Whoa! You in the locker room, bro? <laughs> oh, he about to pick up his dog. He about to pick up his deck. Oh, the wiener <laughs> the dog. He up his oh, cog. that's what you meant. He picked up his cog. <laughs> he picked up his cog. Wow. Put your cog back in your pants. <laughs> oh. wow. It's getting wild. <laughs> it's the end of the episode. That's why. Yeah. So uh, I think it is a sandwich. Dog is a sandwich. Like a By hamburger. Definition. Yeah. Because if you're going to give it to a steak and cheese, pause. You know? <laughs> but a steak and cheese but is a when, sub. When I go to DoorDash, it's in the same type of well, bread. So when I go to DoorDash and I go to a, cer- a specific restaurant, 
They have sandwiches and then they have burgers. Right. So burgers but, is not under the sandwich. It's because of the bread they use, though. It's, it's, it's the type of bread. You're using a bun for a burger, using a slice. If you put a hamburger patty between two white pieces of bread, is that a sandwich? It's a. It's not a McDonald's sandwich. <laughs> it's not a Wendy's sandwich either. McDonald's burgers don't look like What's this green pepper? McDonald's burgers have no green peppers. <laughs> Um, that is yeah. So if you put a burger between two slices of bread, it's still a burger because it's a hamburger, right? Mm-hmm. You're still using hamburger meat. You know the, the you're just not using the the foreigners call yeah chicken sandwich chicken burger. They do. That's true. They yeah. call it a chicken but burger. Yeah, it's on a burger bun. That's Dude. that's how they that's how they like qualify. Yeah, your mic it is away from your mouth. <laughs> It sits on a burger bun, so it's like chicken. You want chicken burger? You want fish burger? Like that—that that doesn't sound that good at true. all. But that's what it is because it's on a burger bun. So what's the difference between a donor and a donor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh- oh my god! <laughs> Quarter and a quarter. Look at Trey. Yeah. You don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I think Trey's watching something else on the screen. It just looked like he's looking at us. <laughs> You're looking at you're looking at new flutes. He's like, I need new friends. So he's, he's looking yeah. at new flutes. <laughs> <laughs> what's his, what's James Galway playing these days? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hmm. Uh, okay. All right. So the myth is debunked. <laughs> a burger is a burger, regardless of what pie, cake, piece of bread is on. <clears throat> and Trey likes glizzies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No. <laughs> Damn. All right. Uh, let's move on to John Lane presents the Sports and Things News. All right, Mr. Turner. I am John Lane, and this is the Sports and Things News. Yay. Yay. On, what's today? Thursday, September 21st, 2023. We're going to start with the news of Britney Spears. Yeah. Again? How, how um, Britney cracked her head open. And she needs stitches. Um, she got in a fight with her ex, Sam Asgari. This is according to TMZ. Uh, it was an explosive fight uh, prior to their divorce. TMZ founder Harvey Levin alleged that uh, alleged in Britney Spears' Divorce and Despair, which aired Thursday on Fox, that the now estranged couple once had a blowout argument in London that ended with the toxic singer becoming seriously injured and requiring medical attention. Jesus. Quote, she and Sam were going at it in a hotel room, and it got so bad, she tripped and hit the coffee table, cracking her head open. Uh, this did not happen, uh, adding that Spears and Ascari have never been to London together. That's what another source says. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. Lawyers for Spears and Ascari did not immediately respond to the request for comment. Uh, by the way, this is a story out of, of uh, page6.com by Nicholas Hotman and Eileen Reslin. Uh, but executive producer, I'm going to get this name wrong, Charles Latibedier, said in uh, TMZ Investigates episode that Spears' alleged uh, volatility ultimately became too much for Asgari to take. So the actor went to court the day after my birthday, August 16th, to end the marriage uh, after after 14 months. So just a little over a year. I can see it. Jeez yeah. Louise. 
Um, by the way, just oh. so everybody knows, I have I do not have a crush on Britney Spears. I just find her life fascinating, and I root for her. But that bitch needs help. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the title. <laughs> I but, root for her, uh, but that bitch needs help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but dot 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 dot. In other news, Michigan State Police responded. Oh, this is a story out of UPI.com. I have no idea what UPI stands for, but it's by Ben Hooper. Uh, Michigan State Police responded to an Ostego County lake where a woman was trapped inside an outhouse toilet because she was trying to retrieve her Apple Watch. The Michigan State Police troopers from the Gaylord Post responded alongside the Michigan Department of Natural Resources and Ostego County emergency medical services when callers reported a woman shouting for help from inside an outhouse toilet near the DNR boat launch at Dixon Lake. I cannot imagine how she got trapped in there, but that's probably my worst fear. What was she doing with her watch off in the outhouse? She was trapped trapped in a shitter at Dixon Lake. Dixon Lake. (laughs) She was trapped in a shitter at Dixon Lake. Come on, man. Come Narrative on. is everything. She the was trapped right themselves <laughs> in the toilet with Dixon Lake. Right? Oh, no. Man. <laughs> uh, the, the woman told rescuers she climbed. Oh, God. She climbed into the toilet to retrieve her dropped Apple Watch and I found herself trapped. Back. Nah. Turn Trey, what, off, Trey, my, what my would you do? Off. What Turn would you do if, if your Apple Watch fell in the toilet? I wouldn't be taking my watch off in the toilet. That's what I'm saying. What was she doing? What yeah, was she I doing? No she didn't take a watch off. The toilet was removed and a strap was used to hoist a woman out to safety. If you lose an item in an outhouse toilet, do not attempt to venture inside the, con- the containment area. A serious injury may occur. The woman was successful was successful in retrieving her watch, but she smelled oh. like shit. <laughs> I would definitely claim claim that is lost or stolen. Yeah. Uh, A Pennsylvania school district. This is is fucking weird. A Pennsylvania school district is hailing the arrival of the Twindergarten school year with 17 sets of twins starting kindergarten in the 2023-24 school year. At one school? One school. These people need to stop fucking. The Colonial School District... This, this is also COVID. This is pre. This is pre-COVID, right? Because you got well, you have five at kindergarten, right? Five years old. It's five years old. Five. Yeah. They're five. Yeah. So this is before. This is before. This is yeah, but they weren't all at the same school. I don't think. I think they're now at the same school, uh, um, and they're wearing Eagles jersey, so they're going to be gay. Uh, this is a story again <laughs> by Ben Hooper. Uh, this is in another Montgomery County, not the one in Maryland. This is in Pennsylvania. It said seven pairs of twins are starting kindergarten at Ridge Park Elementary. Six sets are attending White Marsh Elementary, and four are starting at Plymouth Elementary. So it's not the same school, same county. Mm-hmm. While the first day of kindergarten can sometimes be anxiety-inducing for young children, having a built-in buddy along the first day of school is one of the benefits for these incoming twindergartners. Why do you make up that name? Many of the children reported that having someone who was always around is one of the things they like best about being a twin. You know, it's it's actually true because Zavi, my son, is having a very hard time adjusting to kindergarten. Uh, there's a lot of crying, especially when we walk right up to the door and I give him a hug. Um, he's been very, very emotional. He's got to do that. Done a little bit better. What, walk him up to the door? 
Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't take the bus. I gotta I gotta drive him now. He won't even take the bus. Yeah, you know it's crazy because when when Kellen started kindergarten, they let us walk him in the first day, and then to to make sure that they are establishing independence, they told us we couldn't walk him up to the door anymore. Well, I can't walk him to the classroom door. I can walk him up to the front door. Nope, we put yeah, ours out in the that. street. Like the building door. Yeah. Go to school! <laughs> That's crazy that they, you can't walk him to the front door. Yeah, like... like All right, how about that go to now. school. See y'all later. They, they cre- to create that bus lane so they can line up and that kind yeah, of... They're they trying they, to get the cars out of there. Put your kids even, out the street even, and go. Even, even before that, they would... Even before, like... Because now it's like, you can't even get out your car. Like, if you're yeah, driving, nope. you can't even get out your car. Like it's a drop off, legit. Like they want to establish the kids having independence yeah. kids before they get into the classroom. Close that door and yeah. wave. In there. Just close that yeah. door and wave to them. Maybe that's a Maryland thing. Wow, <laughs> this sounds like a Maryland thing. DC and Indian guy go to school. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Hey, Jesus. Uh, I'm John Lane. That's the sports and things and this. Yeah. Thanks, John. You know what? I thought you were going to report on a story. Did you guys hear that story about the um, the family that's that the famous family for incest? They they like they didn't know. Yeah, the um, yeah, I talked about them. Yeah, I talked about you know, they, from West they Virginia. Just had a new baby. They just yeah. had a new baby. Yeah, one of the one of the um, not not one of the um, weird looking ones. Not the actual <laughs> not the actual spawn. Not the actual spawn. Not spawn of Satan. No, no, no! Not the actual spawn of the uh, what is it called again? The um, uh, uh, I don't know where he's going with this. The, the when you marry, he's on his own. No, with this like, one, guys. No, like <laughs> what's the name? There's a there's a name for them. When, hey, when I, I can't remember when, the name, but it's like the sister and the uncle or the cousin or the brother married each other or something. Like that? I think it, I think they were first cousins. I yeah. think they were they were first cousins that they guys. didn't get married, but they they slept together and they had a child. And from mm-hmm. there, like, what is it called? When you have when? Oh Jesus! I said I forgot. I have. I it's that's not the name though. There's a name oh. for it, and I forgot the name. I got to look it up. Kissing cousin. Anyway, but yeah, they they had a, they had that family had a new baby. Uh, I have to find the the baby looked normal. Right like, now, uh, yeah. Oh. Well, but the father, but the father actually looks normal. If you okay. saw the father, the father looks looks normal. Here's he the thing: I couldn't tell who the dad was because when they were showing all the inbred, inbred, that's the name. Thank you, inbred. Yeah, when they were showing the, the family members, they showed like the grandfather holding the baby. He looked fucked up, and then they showed like a cousin. He had like one eye closed, and the other eye was like limped over or something. Yeah, it it's like, the Whitakers. They never they never showed the actual parents in the footage I saw. So, so I'm looking at I'm looking at their family tree. No, don't. Um, no, no, no! It's just it's a, a blind. It's just one line. It's just one line. <laughs> yeah, it looked like there were a set of twins, right? There were a set of twins straight across that had two sets of twins had babies. <laughs> or hey, hey, Dennis is a bunch of squiggly circles like this. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, Don't two set, circle. Listen, two sets of twins who were related a to each other of trust had babies, oh, and that's uh-huh. where it all went wrong. It was the two sets of twins that had babies. As a matter of fact, the fa- the the parents of those two set of, sets of twins, uh, the parents of of uh, one of the set of twins, were brother and sister, I believe. Man, I believe I might I might have that wrong, but I'm Man. looking at the tree, the family tree, right here. 
but two sets of twins had babies, and oh, that's where okay. everything went wrong. Can I ask that question? Heavy. Is this yeah. actually going anywhere, or is this just weird, weird people? It was. If we were talking about twins, and I was like, I remember they had. I'm reading a story this week that was like that family had a, a new baby. But these people have been around for a long time, but somebody, uh, there, there's a guy on YouTube who has uh, a series where he goes up to people who live very, very strange, abnormal lives. Like he'll go up to and interview prostitutes. He'll interview homeless people who are drug, drug addicts. Wait, wait, wait. Prostitutes don't live abnormal lives. Okay, Trey, be, you're giving away moral, a little bit too much of your personal ab- life. They're then. not abnormal. <laughs> okay, Trey. No. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. What we is don't love them hoes. about that, though? It's quite it's, normal. It well, happened, it's, it's, it's normal in society. It's not, it's not, it's not normal. normal. It's not moral. It's, it's, it's not normal. It's not. No, 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 no. It's not normal in your household. It's, so it's not normal in your Trey. household, Trey. Wait, wait, but you know what? Trey, Trey makes a point though. Is here's 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 the common. caveat to that. So in certain cultures, like in uh, Japan, for sure, prostitution is normalized. Yeah, but that's like, not in every country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, every no, no, country no, no. is not yeah, normal. For sure, for sure. But like they they accept if they're like. Married couples accept like the wives accept that their husbands sleep. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But this first. It's still it's still an abnormal uh, way of life. It's not a yeah, normal way of life, yeah, no, sure. especially in America. Um, it's done. Um, but anyway, so this guy has a series of where he interviewed, and he decided <laughs> to interview uh, one of the first and last remaining inbred families. And he the, the story goes that when he got permission and was driving to their house, he got stopped six times by people with shotguns and machine guns. Uh, because this family is so protected, they don't want anybody from the outside world knowing about them. They've been hiding for, I don't know, yeah. over a hundred years. So now that he's done it the first time, he's gone back a second time, and now he's gone back a third time, and he's making like these annual trips yeah. back. And some people are and against it because babies. they don't. It's yeah, like, they it's don't. Like, it's like finding a tribe in the Amazon rainforest that ain't never had contact with any outsiders. It's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, this is Yo, our. This is you our. know, you know what's crazy about you saying that, Jay. So I listen to a podcast. Everybody know I listen to Mister Ballin' podcast, right? That's that's my shit. Like the the strange, dark, and mysterious. He tells a story about one of the um one of the kids of the Rockefellers going to a tribe. He went. He goes to a tribe in the Amazon, and he tries to take one of their shrines. Like this, he tries to like bar- bargain for one of their shrines, and they eat this nigga. <laughs> because they was like, oh my gosh, it, I gotta send y'all the story. The way it, it, nah, it, that's it, all right. I'll take your word cra- for it. It's crazy. Uh, they were like, they brought him uh, in and they were like cracking jokes with him, but they were like, they were like getting skewers ready where they, they were like, oh, oh <laughs> no. Uh, just cut hey, this up hey, <laughs> Sprinkle this on yourself, buddy. Yeah, that sounds like a Bugs Bunny episode yeah, when they trying to cook Bugs Bunny and. They got the they got the tomato in his mouth. And it was like the the craziest thing about it was they had they had footage. Like and they like the the tribe was like they ate him to the Mr. Bottom episode on Elmer Fudd. I got I gotta send y'all that episode. I was I was listening to that and like wild and because it was like his dad was like a one of major Rockefellers and he was like for years they were trying to find his son. 
And then it's like, yeah, your son's bones in the in the shrine. <laughs> like, he's like, he's he's a part of the shrine now. Like, he came here, he thought he had money, he could buy the shrine. It's like, yo, this mm-hmm. this is how we pay homage to the your fallen money, warriors. And he was trying to buy nothing. it. Nothing. Yeah, it was crazy. It's a crazy start. Uh, let's move on uh, to artists of the week, please. Uh, Jay, Jay, <laughs> go first, man. Uh, my artist of the week is Killer Mike. Gia. One half. Really? Jules. Yeah. The new album. Is the new joint with Andre 3000? Yeah, but. Yeah, that joint. Ooh, that Wait, joint. How, what did you think of the album? The album's nice. The album's nice. It definitely feels like the sound. What's it called? Like Scientists or something? Yeah. I gotta so, check. Well, the, the track, the track with, with Andre is called. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Engineers. Yeah. Yeah. The album is called Mike. I was talking to the um, uh, uh, one of the homies, Dwayne Payne, about it. He was like, he didn't like it. And then. Nah, it, fe- uh-huh. it feels southern. That's okay. the thing. It, it feels like some. So that's what I like, man. Yep. All right. Um, Trey. Um, my artist of the week is the Roots. Um, when we are the Roots. Is no, it's is because they are like one group. They are be one. like the roots. But Illa, uh, okay. I was listening to Illadelph Half Life. Oh, fantastic album! Album that um, I like. Do you want more? First collaborated with a lot of the soul, neo soul guys, and uh, you know, kind of forged their voyage off into being what they called the soul clarions. So, um, it was also their uh, f- their first um, uh, album to break the top forty on the Billboard 200 chart. Okay. Mm. Nice. Um, so, yeah. right. uh, My artist of the week is Gabrielle Garzon Montano. He is a singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist. He's from New York. Um, he has a phenomenal album out uh, called Jardine that came out in 2017. Uh, it was more of like an indie R&B album. Uh, but he produced the entire album, played all the instruments. Uh, it is a super fucking dope album. Um, his newer stuff is a lot different though and I don't really like it um, it's a lot more commercial which I get it he's trying to go after the money um, but he plays piano plays guitar he went to school in New York I think he went to SUNY Purchase graduated from SUNY Purchase as a as a pianist his mother was a I think an opera singer uh, he's signed he was signed to uh, Stone's Throw um but he's become a very, very artsy, uh, just uh, mainstream R&B artist. So not really feeling his newer stuff. But that album, Jardine, which came out in 2017, is fucking phenomenal. So hey, check that hey, album out. Hey, hey, Jay, you heard the title track, Jardine, Hay, and Pork and Beans. What's, what's yours, that's, Dennis? That's the, that's the uh, title track to that song. Dennis, what's your art salute? <laughs> All right, so <laughs> first, let me get. Uh, let me. That was terrible. Good and terrible. <laughs> um, let me give a shout out to um. Uh, your jokes are like Clinton. how the Giants are playing right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Giants won last week, man. 
They I said tonight. They get the ass right handed now. to talking about tonight. <laughs> oh, right, right, right now. Uh, first, let me say a shout out to Hispanic Heritage Month, which is celebrated between September 15th and October 15th. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I had the opportunity this past Tuesday to do a show at Blues Alley with the Chilean Embassy to celebrate um, Chilean history. It was it was pretty cool. Like, the did they serve chili? Cool. I was gonna say, did they have food? <laughs> I wasn't gonna say chili. I don't eat at Blues <laughs> I don't. I don't eat at Blues Alley. But let me plug 90 oh. Second Pizza right around the corner. Oh, 90 second amazing. Of shit. Yeah, Fucking 90 second amazing. Of shit. Brick oven pizza in 90 seconds. It's crazy. And it's like 90 second pizza. What is this? Oh, it's the off the chain, oven, though. Yo, the brick oven is like yeah. 800 Where degrees. Where is it? Right it's right around the corner. The corner. It's, it's right on. Yeah, it's right on. You come out the alley, make that right. It's right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's bomb, man. Oh, man. Next time you play your flute, the blues alley, just go around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, my artist of the week is going to be bassist. Adrian Farad. He has an album from 2015. Oh, Dan Snyder. It's actually the title track. Victor Wooten, Richard Bona, and Dan Snyder. <laughs> he said Richard Bona. <laughs> Richard Bona and Dan Snyder. <laughs> Dan Snyder. Uh, Hadrian Farad, uh, the title track, um, album's called Born in the 80s. The song is Born in the 80s featuring Ronald Brenner, Crazy Ass. <laughs> Dope song. Yeah. And it feels like an 80s track, so check it out. Um, if you get the uh, let's do others. Books, documentaries, TV shows, movies, anything that you're checking out. Trey, go ahead. Uh, the Morning Show is back, so I've been watching it. It is back. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Yep. Uh, Jay. 1923. Uh, show? Basically, yeah, it's on uh, Paramount. Uh, Nobody has Paramount. Yo, stop giving us these Paramount <laughs> shows. Hey, you need a fire stick. Fire stick. Fire stick. That's what we started on. We started Jake on is giving all the illegal shows that you can watch on a fire stick. Hey. Go ahead. Um, wow. 1923. It's uh, if you don't know Taylor Sheridan, this dude is becoming the um, who's the guy that made Law and Order. I mean, I know his name. I feel like his name. I don't know his name. name. I don't know. Hello, Cool J. <laughs> Scoogums. No, that's, that's all CSI. Ice T. Uh, but Ice-T. that dude, that dude has so many different <laughs> spinoffs from one show. Taylor Sheridan has the same thing. He's he's he he's created the uh, show I gave last week, Lioness. He did uh, Yellowstone. He did 1883 to 1923. He he's he's got a lot of like. They're the same themes right now. Shows? Oh, no, no, no. Different all series. different themes. All different things. But he's executive producing a lot of stuff, is what I'm saying. He, his name is on there. Okay. Getting that bag. Fair enough. Um my my other of the week is actually a book. Um Arthur Shea uh Shea uh Shea Serrano, I'm saying his name wrong. Shea Serrano. I own all his books. He has a, a, a plethora of books. He, he did one about hip hop, he did one about basketball. He actually came out with a book recently that you can't find um, in the stores. You can't even buy it. It's called the Action Hero Scouting Report. It's fucking crazy. It basically gives you the layout. Wow. He rates every... He doesn't rate... He rates 27 action heroes. And there are a couple of repeats, like uh, Sylvester Stallone has a couple of characters. He's not rating the uh, the actor. He's rating the actual character. And he has uh, six qualifications, which makes uh, a superhero like a valid superhero it's it's bananas like he goes through everything like uh 
the quotables, like the, what they say that would make makes a cool quote. Uh, what people say about them, like with, with, with the quote about them, is it's like, and he does a rating of like zero to a hundred. And I think I'm trying to think about who got the highest rank. And I think Bruce Willis's character in Die Hard got like a ninety-four. Um, mm. uh, Dutch, which is uh, I'm supposed to get character in Predator got like a ninety-two. Um, wow. And he 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 lists their strengths and their weaknesses. And it's like a it's like a legit rating system. I'll send y'all I'll send y'all the book so y'all can check it out because it's it's in my Adobe PDF. And the cool thing that he did was he didn't do books. What he did was he he did the uh, the cover art as a VHS tape. And when you ordered the VHS or you ordered the book, you got a VHS tape of a random oh, wow. action hero movie. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so you, the same cover. How the fuck you, you gonna watch it? You get that. Oh, it was a collector's <laughs> item. You get like that. Okay, you get okay, like Big Trouble okay. in Little China. And it's Ooh, like, it's I got that on DVD. I need that on VHS though. Here's what's crazy about Big Trouble in Little China. They don't cite uh, Kurt Russell's character as the hero. He's technically the sidekick. All right. Right. Yeah. The, the Asian, yeah. But uh, yeah. The like, Asian guy's the hero. He's the hero. But in the book, they're giving points to Kurt Russell for playing the sidekick as the hero. It's crazy. Yeah. It's the way he explains it. It's like he gets he gets cool points because he knows he's a sidekick, but he does all he has all the quotables of a superhero or of, a, of an action hero. But if you if you watch the movie, the dude doing all the action sequences is a little Asian dude. And then Kurt Russell comes I mean, in. Kurt Russell only wanted the money. He got yeah, the he money. Yeah, he comes in at the back. Like, yeah, he's like after he like he he come in and like they about to start a fight scene. The fight scene's over, and then Kurt Russell's grabbing his knife like, oh, okay, well fuck it, I ain't got yeah. it. So it's like. It, I'll see y'all the book y'all can check That's out. That's definitely bro. a classic film. Yeah, and all the ones he cited, like he he did um, he did Martin Lawrence and uh, uh, Will Smith's character in Bad Boys Two. He didn't do all the movies. He just did specifically Bad Boys Two. He did Neo in The Matrix One, not any of the other ones. Um, and I think Keanu's in it twice. Keanu's in it twice. I think uh, Sylvester's in it twice. And I think Schwarzenegger might be in there twice. Mm. But everybody else is like one-offs. And it's like, the list that he came up with, he was like, I can't do every action hero because I'll be doing this book forever. You guys would hate me. He did 27. So I'll send you guys the book to check it out. Damn! But it's called Action Hero Scouting uh, Scouting Report. And those are our picks, ladies and gentlemen. And that I didn't do show. my pick. Oh, sorry, John. My bad. I thought you did. Nah. Um, Go ahead. For the first time, I'm going to talk about a book. Well, oh, maybe the shit. second time. NDR. Uh, this is a uh, book. <laughs> yeah, this is a book uh, that was uh, recommended to me by Tall Black Guy, not a Tall Black Guy, but the Tall Black Guy. Uh, it's called the, the Way, the Way of the Superior Man by oh, David yeah. Dave. Uh, I heard this is a fantastic book. Um, it says it's a spiritual guide to mastering the challenges of women, work, and sexual desire. Uh, Tall Black Guy said it really really helped shape how he looks forward to his life he just recently got married um he has a i think he has a, I think he has a three-year-old now uh, i think his son is three um uh but he says this is a wonderful book it's not that long the chapters are pretty short so it's an easy read uh the paperback is like eight bucks i think the, the hardcover is like 20 something but it's a it fantastic on it's on amazon uh, it's a fantastic book. I'm going to start reading it this weekend. I just got it. So uh, that's my other of the week. Did you get the paperback or the hardback? I got the paperback because I'm cheap. <laughs> Whoa, strongback. 
Strong back. There's a drink in uh, London at a spot called Peppers and Spice called Strong Back. Yep. <laughs> it costs like eight pounds. I can't eat there, man. I love that spot. You ever yeah. go to London, go to Peppers and Spice. Yeah, it's nice. That, that shit gives me the bubble guts. Jesus. All right. Well, that's our show. He <laughs> <laughs> said, peace. Um, on that note, uh, not the bubble guts, but of the show being over, uh, there's a new variant of COVID out. You guys have heard. If you haven't heard, please go get tested. Get your shots. Get your booster shots. The CDC is recommending everybody get the booster shots for this new variant of COVID. Um, and kids are back in school, so they're getting sick. You know, go get the flu shots. Go get all the shots you need to get. Like, you need to just... It's it's the fall is coming. Like it's it's oh. dropping temp, temp, <laughs> temperatures is dropping like I think it's like fifty degrees now. It's sixty degrees right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it's cold. So it's getting cold at night. I appreciate it. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to fall. Yeah, fucking um, cold. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our sponsors, Eden Radio, uh Belly Up Sports and uh Unhinged Sports Network. Um thank you guys for tuning in. Like this is the first time we've done this on video we've done live streams before we've never did like a pre or tape show so look forward to putting this out and you guys watching it and giving us feedback let us know what y'all think and what you didn't like until then or until next time (laughs) you say peace peace we need dance not a plane and seinfeld theme song on the way out <laughs> that's, a key, that's a keyboard though that's not even a real bass that's a keyboard. I know but still we need him to play that theme song on the bass Into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go, Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos, podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah, we talking sports and things from rookies who ball the best, about to get more rings, plus more things like a jam session or something. Then we beefing because our favorite team, John like slumming, John like pumping over podcasts and steady every O. You want more than that whole hum, so here we go. Go. Yeah, we go from bars to beats to podcast or astro turf with balls and cleats like that, y'all. Talking sports and things, talking sports and things. Priest the nomad, talking sports and things. We're talking sports and things. Dean Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things. Baby, we're talking sports and things. Trey Illy, Jay Hill, talking sports and things. Talking sports and things. DC, baby. This has been Sports and Things. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow us at Sports and Things, S-P-O-R-T-Z underscore and underscore T-H-I-N-G-Z on IG. And if you follow us on Twitter, you can be sure to look us up at IsSports, I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z and wherever else you are listening to this podcast. Thanks for listening.